0: All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 157 of the Rink Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? Let's go. This episode is presented by Bet Online. The holiday season is often rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to minute sports wagering, news, odds, trends, and predictions, Bet Online is a, the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the Big Four, Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played, from the MMA to international soccer, you name it. Head to Bet Online today, and remember to use our promo code Believe for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, what's going on, my man? Nothing much here. Uh, just excited to be back chatting with you, recording a mailbag episode. I feel like we, you know, we're, we've been pumping out episodes. We had, you know, Thanksgiving. We had some great interviews, and now it's time to get to the mailbag, which is always a blast, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, we we
1: appreciate everyone that you know kind of sends in their questions, their comments, their thoughts, and keep, keeps us going. So, but um, pumped to dip into the mailbag.
0: And it's it's tryout week here in high schools and prep schools just right wrapped up. So it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, the mailbag is going to it's going to be like. Uh, you Know your mailbox on uh, uh Christmas time, right? The mailman's busy this time of year. Let's just, it, it, it's fair to say, it is fair to
1: say. And you know, the Amazon box is already starting to show up on the uh the porch. You know? Oh, god, yeah, don't even get me on, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, as far as uh, you know, getting. You Know out in boots on the ground for the mailmen during this time of year, we appreciate your services. <laughs> but I absolutely I just, it hurts the wallet,
0: man. It hurts the wallet though, it does, it definitely does. Uh, yeah, a couple family members that worked in the industry, so it, it, it's good stuff. All right, let's get into this mailbag right off the rip here. Uh, I'll take the first question, Marts. My son has always been a bubble player for the most part. Uh, Top double A, lower triple A, blah, blah, blah. Uh, He made varsity at his high school team in Michigan as a freshman and absolutely loves it, Uh, even before the season has really started and has gotten uh, exponentially better in the last few months. I'm sure it doesn't hurt that he finally started growing and putting a few pounds on. My question is this. Are there split season teams or specific tournament teams or anything that he could do to get noticed in order to stay on a high school team instead of ultimately leaving for AAA and missing the school experience and normal life of a teen. Uh, I feel like that would be the best of both worlds. He, like most kids, have high aspirations, uh, and I'd like to focus on school and having fun. Uh, It's great stuff. I mean, you know,
1: it's kind of an interesting dynamic now, where there are full season teams outside of your high school team, right? Yes, so I agree with wanting to have the experience of high school socially, uh, academically, and being part of a team. I, I think that's that should be priority number one. I know um, you know that that that's what I would want for my kid, yeah, really. Um. But like you can speak to it a little bit more, you know, as a parent and a coach of, you know, this kind of weird and like U fourteen like time where there's some kids playing as freshmen and or mm-hmm. eighth graders and um, and some not. So you need to be able to like supplement that that team that group, but it's individually, you know, um, say specific right from from player to player you have to make the right decision Um, so as far as I'm concerned I would absolutely want my son or daughter to be able to play on the high school team enjoy that you know even if you're not in the lineup or whatever like as a freshman you're still part of the group you're still part of like the you know experience of being on a team in high school Um, and then yes you can supplement but I'm not really familiar with, you know, the the AAA versus high school out in Michigan, but like out here, it would be. I I I think it's like all or nothing. I Meaning, like you you commit to the high school or you commit to the AAA.
0: Yeah, so I would. Th- I, I'm looking at it like from kind of the same perspective as you. Like, I, I think this kid's on the right path by playing high school hockey, and now he grew, and he's he like kind of. All right, let's see what we can make of this thing. During the winter months, uh, during the high school season is not the time to be supplementing and right. worried about getting on people's lists and things like that. If he's playing well in high school hockey, especially in a state like Michigan, he's going to get some looks. Um, you know, at least coaches talking about him like you're talking about Michigan. Like it's it's not like we're talking about uh, wherever like, Yeah, Alabama or uh, uh, like
1: It's a hockey market.
0: It's a hockey market. But what I would look into is the, you know, talking with his coach and supplementing in the, in the spring, in the summertime, right? And whether it's uh, the USA hockey type festivals, the, uh, you know, like I know the Mass Hockey does the Mass Hockey Festival where you can try out and then they send the top kids that are selected to, um, you know, the select 15, you know, 14s, 15s, 16s. out in you know I know those have been held in Rochester the last few years and things like that and I know Michigan uh it would be represented there as well right so um that would be w- my focus and that's something that I think your h- high school coach out there will will be able to help guide you through and get you on on the right track um you know then also there's a lot of things that happen here out east the Beantown classics the chowder cups there's uh you know the Shamrock shootouts like there's yep. tons of tournaments where k- teams from Minnesota, Michigan they bring their spring teams out and get so it's uh, it just keep your um you know your ears open for those different things and and you know try out for them and do what you got to do to stay kind of on the radar but like you said Mots the best experience that you're going to get right now developmentally is like you you made that Varsity high school team as a as a, as a freshman as a young kid. Yeah. You're growing like that's awesome.
1: Yeah, awesome. and the, the invaluable experiences like just you know not just on the ice. So I, I I do feel like if you stay the course and 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 play in your high school as a younger player, it's like there's so many more benefits. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, I got this next one. Uh, my son is a first-year squirt, eight years old. He plays club this year. There are uh, new kids to the team. They played their first two games this weekend and lost both. The scores were like 10-0 each. Uh, I feel like they are just figuring each other out. What are your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, first-year squirt, they're young. They're eight new kids on the team. I just look to get better and improve each week. That's the biggest thing. Um you're gonna take some lumps. They're they're a young team. Um, you know, some of these teams have probably been together for three and four years, but just like baby steps, and don't get frustrated. Stay positive and make sure that they that you know that entire team wants to keep coming back to the rink and having a having a blast doing it. It's not always going to be easy. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they
1: like you said, they're young, yeah. but you also want to have like and I live this as well. You know, as a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have, like, say the best team per se, but you want to, like you said, you want to make sure that they're continuing to have fun. It's a game that you want to be excited to show up at the rank. You know, the, the scores are the scores at times, but as long as it's like incremental improvement uh, from week to week, you know, practice to practice from game to game. You know, it, it, you don't need to always win, but you do have to win enough to, like, keep the kids engaged. Right. Um, but I, I do I do feel like sometimes it's tough when you're getting pumped to always spin, like, a positive, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just got to stay the course, in my opinion. This is a, you know, a very important time to kind of cultivate the love of the game, too, right? Yep. You know, you, you want to keep them coming back and enjoying their time at the rink versus um you know being like oh we're going in and like you know you're not gonna win or whatever like you have to still stay positive with it and um you know and
0: it's and again early that they're young make sure the coaches aren't screaming at the kids make sure the parents aren't screaming yeah because the
1: frustration
0: can happen because right? the frustration can definitely happen yeah and you want to make sure that you stay above that Definitely. Franklin Sports is the official street hockey partner of the National Hockey League. Check out their line of official NHL street hockey games and training equipment at franklinsports.com today. Hey, the holidays are around the corner, right? Load up on those Franklin Sports little, um, you know, off-ice off stick handling tools. There's so many things. Nets, right? Mini nets, mini sticks. Uh, go to franklinsports.com. They have it all there right online. And that, that just reminded me of, I, uh, you know, so I got a Franklin street hockey net
1: uh, back in the day and, you know, it was the night before Christmas and I'm stringing it up and like, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, th- this is money. Yeah. I, I put in like, like the wrong piece, like, uh. the, you know, like but I had already started stringing it. So uh like to this day we still have it and it's like, just like, you it's know. just a little off. It's just a little. You got an elbow going the wrong way. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, not that it really mattered, but it mattered to me because yeah. I know, you
0: know, like, I see it. I'm like, oh. But yeah, we still are. have it. Yeah, you're All right. right. <laughs> One of your posts got a got, <laughs> got an extra arm sticking out of it or something.
1: It's like unbelievable, but uh, yeah, make sure you check out franklinsports.com and uh you know get your get your off ice uh training equipment and needs uh through and franklin just and
0: yeah and make just work sure you the don't off the ice. And, and and then when you're <laughs> setting up the nets make sure you read the directions yeah right. i mean, like who needs directions i thought you know? yeah but, <laughs> but ultimately no,
1: i'm like oh god like that that just stings me like I, like i legit had to move it the other day and i'm like ugh, i'm looking at it but like <laughs> it's tight i mean like the, the netting is tight but like just put in like one like whatever <laughs> <It> was bad
0: <laughs> oh that's great yeah uh all right uh when should the parents of the opposing team that is winning stop screaming and clapping after each goal when it gets to a certain point am i old fashioned for expecting some type of class just be positive for both teams especially at a young age yeah that's I mean, standard. It is a standard. But it's you know what that is a hell of a question, and it really shouldn't be a question. But there's so many idiots out there. I know. I don't know. But I would say, I mean, if your team's up by five goals, I I was gonna say five
1: five goals is kind of like the max, like yes, a minimum, whatever you want to call it. Where like you're like, hey, all right, you know, just just be happy that. You know they're out there playing, and you know you know you already kind of like have this advantage of you know being a better team or whatever. So I would say, yeah, act like you've been there before, parents. When I'd say I would say four goals is a threshold. Five definitely, just you know you don't clap.
0: But so even at a young age, if the kids are the they're up eight nothing. Even if it's your kid's first goal, of the the season or whatever, like there's no reason to cheer. Yeah, probably. you shouldn't like like talk to them afterwards. But I think this is such a good point, and I think this is what causes a lot of chaos yeah. in the rinks. Is like parents continue to cheer after it's like there's gonna be blowouts. So like once you hit that five goal, that's the no cheer goal. No cheer goal. Once there you, you go. hit five goals, you're hey, not allowed to cheer. Uh, we got to put that on the t shirt. Five goals, no, no cheer, <laughs> no cheering. No. The other team scores one, clap for them,
1: right? right? Now yeah. it's
0: five one. Now you can, now you can cheer if you make it six one, yeah, right? But right, because now I you get that five, five is the five goals. threshold. Yeah, five is the threshold. All
1: right, I, I think that, I think that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, put that on a t shirt is right. I mean, I'm just thinking like you know, you say that to someone who like cares about. You know, supporting—they're like, oh, I'm just supporting little Johnny. No,
0: just ha- have some
1: perspective as an adult. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, there's a lot of that that get lost once they enter a rink. I know <laughs> it is kind of funny, isn't it? You know, we'll
1: walk through those doors, and all of a sudden, like you just lose all like concept of being an adult. Yeah. Um, all right, I got this next one. Hey guys, question about parents at practice. My son is a first year squirt, and the coach has mentioned. Parents shouldn't be at practice. We have a group of parents who stand on the glass and yell at their kids all practice. I hide in the corner with a zen and don't say a word. Is the coach talking about the parents joysticking their kids or do they just not want the kids looking at their parents during practice?
0: Number one is the kids, they're first year squirt, so you can't drop them off and leave. Whenever you want, right? So, or, or they're not dropping themselves, driving themselves. I, I would say it's that is geared directly towards the parents yelling at their kids and joysticking during for sure. practice. There's no if you're if you had ten parent parents sitting in practice just standing there watching, they're squirts. Like it's fine. Yeah.
1: Right. But I also think, you know like as far as this coach goes i mean i get what he's saying and but you can't kick parents out of the rank, I right. say at that age right so or you know maybe it's an insecurity issue where you're you know you're thinking about what the parents are thinking because of your practice and whatnot like Whatever it is, like that's I'm just kind of like kind of spitballing here, but yeah.
0: Oh, you're talking from the coach, yeah. That's why he doesn't want anybody your parents, yeah. But that any parent, parents at practice, but they're not listening to him, they're all there yelling at the kids and joysticking them, which is like ridiculous, yeah. That's insane.
1: It is insane. I, I would, I understand why you know it's like, hey, you know what, I beat it, but. Because I'm the coach, I'm on the ice. Like I really want them to pay attention to me versus, you know, looking over their shoulder and and you know
0: at the parents at, at practice. But there, oh, ha- the coach needs ha- needs to have nipped this in the bud early. Oh,
1: yeah, and like I don't think it's like an all or nothing because you know you can't just like tell parents not to come to practice. You know, it's up to those yeah like loser parents to like
0: maybe dial it down. Yeah, you just gotta have a meeting with the parents. And be like, "Well, what well, are you exactly. guys doing? Yeah, can you like, imagine what the games are like if they're joysticking their kids in practice?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So, I would just say, you know, that's like a you know difficult situation, but it can be handled very easily. Yes, absolutely. You know, with, with some like uh, adult conversations. Right, right. Um, I wonder if it's flavored Zen or just like the lip pillows. You know, like the
0: dryer sheets. <laughs> We'll have to get confirmation on that, and depending on where they live, you know what I mean. Exactly. Uh, all right, TSR Hockey is located up in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. I made the mistake of going up to TSR Hockey on Friday. <laughs> you uh, made the mistake. It, it was Black Friday. I had I was not thinking it at all. It, the place was buzzing. I love uh, it. I just meant for me personally going. I know. Up there on Friday I get it because I was wasn't even thinking about. Christmas like Black Friday Christmas I was just like oh it's Thanksgiving I got a window here I'm gonna bomb up there I needed the kids um get a couple kids for for Brian and Colin getting ready for for high school stuff here the place was it it was awesome uh it was a great environment it was really busy it was a you know the the store was was really humming along but I was like I literally looked at Brendan and I go dude why is it so busy?" <laughs> He's like, it's Black Friday. And Are you like, like, oh right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I thought that was all online now. Well, I mean, no, Black Friday, but like tax-free
1: sale in New Hampshire,
0: like it's always Black Friday there. Yeah, exactly. So, but maybe they just—I mean, they did. They had some great holiday deals going on. I know they had a big sales going on, and and um, it was it, it was it was great to be up there. But like I said, I just wasn't anticipating the crowds. Yeah. Uh, that that. Well, if you uh, weren't
1: there on Black Friday like BY, make sure you check out TSRHockey.com for all your shopping needs. Tell them the shrinks on you, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff.
0: All right, Twitter question here.
1: Oh, nice. A little Twitter. Um, Do you, as a coach, have a responsibility to confront the parents on your team if they are constantly screaming at refs or cursing in front of little kids at the rink? a team from NRI at Waterville this weekend, and I couldn't believe the coach didn't stop it. Uh, Every game they played uh, from Friday to Sunday was nonstop screaming, shrieking, complaining, to the point people not even involved in the tournament complained. (laughs) I just don't understand, as a coach, how you tolerate that behavior when it makes the whole organization look bad. I would never want my team to be the reason for uh, our organization got a bad name. We have thrown parents out of the rank and not invited kids back the next year because of it. It's wild to me uh, that coaches
0: ignore this. It is completely wild um, that coaches ignore it. I think, I think it is something that is so important as coaches to start and set the precedent early, um, early on in your coaching. Early on in you know, depending on their ages and 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 you know how old they are, like it it really does stem from the the coach, right? If you're going to tolerate it, like, then that's what's going to happen, right? Your parents are going to be nuts. They're going to be yelling and screaming at referees. They're going to be yelling at kids on the ice, and it's just going to be – it's, like, a horrible way to go through the youth hockey experience. So I think as a coach, you have to set the bar. Uh, you got to hold yourself to that standard, and, you you know, it has to be done early. If you don't do it early – um, then you gotta find some other ways to to do it, but it, it's embarrassing. The yelling, the getting kicked out of games, uh being the people that are talked about. It, it's it really is. It's a it's a joke, it's an embarrassment.
1: Yeah, and like I, you know, I coached some older kids here in the split season, and you know, they're young adults, let's put it that way, right? Yeah, you still have respect for the officials, and the ref came over to me one time and was like. You're gonna let these guy this this player like talk to me like that and like I I I mean if it was coming from the bench, I was like, all right, let, let's go over here and talk. Mm. I go, do you have rabbit ears or what did he say? Right. You know, like so, like you are having like a conversation versus like I'm not yelling at him, number yeah. one, but also, but like it's an emotional game and. You know, he's like, no, this kid said, so I, and and then I was like, hey, and I I nipped it in the bud, but the kid goes, what? I can't tell you how I feel. And it was like pretty interesting because he was just being honest and emotional at the time. He almost got his wrist broken like with a slash. So I was like, yeah, it's like so knee jerk reaction is usually not the right one. And he's he's like, I apologize and the kids like I apologize if I said something that you didn't like, his
0: emotions got the best of him. yeah.
1: But he was like you know, old enough to like realize that, and mm-hmm. but like it's not you know it's unacceptable, like you were saying before, but like the coach needs to always be the uh model, right? Yeah, of and in the team usually reacts or acts like the coach, usually, usually, right? right. And that's very important for coaches to understand. So like, again, going back to being an adult and and like even though you like might be steaming, you have to like set an example, a positive example. and um you know, and you know
0: for, for this, like I would say, um, but I would you know, argue Mott's, like, Okay, you had a conversation with the referee. You handled it calm and cool. A young kid, like a kid that's 17, 18 years old, box at the referee. Yeah. That's a lot different than parents oh, in Waterville, I, New, I agree. Yeah. New no. Hampshire, yelling, cursing, swearing in the stands. Yeah. It's unacceptable. That's like, unacceptable. I mean, like like yeah, a young kid, like, I mean, how many times did you, when you, you're actually playing a game and you're whatever, 16 17 18 years old and then like you're gonna get in those little chirps with referees like that's kind of the nature of the game right i yeah but i, I actually still never did like like i mean like maybe no oh, yeah. no you no, like, can't maybe. tell me there wasn't certain times where where you would snap on a referee just like i 100% would snap on a referee yeah if, but not to the as, point a, as of a player though disrespect right not like, yeah but I, like like similar to like I could picture myself at 17, 18 years old saying to a ref like, hey, he almost beep and broke my wrist like right a right. couple more choice words like that, and then if the referee wants to tee me up, then hey, you know what or yeah. talk to my coach about it then I take a deep breath and I handle, it. but that's that's a seventeen year old kid that's like you handling it on the ice, yeah. not. Right. Well, that, that's not parents yelling from the stand. That's not parents yelling for the stand, so, swearing in front of a bunch of little kids at a youth hockey tournament. So you we'll get what back mean? to
1: the question here. Is, the, is
0: it the coach's
1: responsibility to confront the parents? Yeah. I agree. Yes. Even though like, you know. But the coach I, again, is obviously that. But like sometimes no like control. when you're on the bench, you, you can't hear. Like obviously like from this kind of – situation i'm sure everyone could hear because yeah. they. but a lot of times you don't hear it like oh well like, i i didn't i was like focused on like you know who's up next like this that whatever like just coaching mm-hmm. and sometimes it's better to be behind the bench versus in the stands
0: right but so you're saying if the coach doesn't know what's going on how should it be handled yes but i mean i'm sure like in this situation
1: it's like obviously a problem, right? Yeah, it seems pretty obvious, so yeah. I mean, like, it stinks that the coach has to parent or coach the parents, but I would say, yeah, it does fall on the coach to at least address it, right? Which stinks. I mean, like, it shouldn't even be it come to that, but I think that that does fall on the coach to be like, hey, listen, uh, these kids, you know, like you can, you can put it back on the kids, like it'd be like, hey, this is my job. I don't need to be dealing with this, but like it has to
0: stop. But so my point is: is it coming from the coach's attitude? Is the one that you know what I mean? I don't know. Like are the parents running wild because Because the coach? coach. Yeah, yeah. Is the is is a nut as well? And they've they've all these. It that way though on this one. Well, that just wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe I just, that's just how I view it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if, if if the coach knows about it, he has to step up. He's got to step up, or the organization definitely. Well, does. Which is kind of ridiculous that he would have to do that. But I would say in this situation, yes, the, the coach has to step up. Yeah. Glad I just ratted on myself saying that. I, I, I the Referee, that, that right. but you can like picture <laughs> yourself so... as a kid in the in the moment that you were talking about, or even as a. In college or pro, like having some like jogging back and forth with the referee, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, I, that, I that ran was hard. more the point. Like, as a young kid, you would, hard. you know, was there's nothing that drives me more about the kids with, that drives me more crazy than the kids with the hands thing. The hand, I'd rather you yell at me like, than do the oh, like, oh, it wasn't me or put the hands up. I hate that. It, it, it's or yeah. looking for a call. I, I coached a kid and it was
1: like, unfortunate but that was like his default reaction yeah and it was it's like bad body language number one oh it's so bad and it just it and the kid's a nice kid it just but that that's what he used to do and I'm like oh man like you gotta stop doing that <laughs> like I mean you're just a salka. No, no you have to like if yeah. you wanna have any say success like I'm, I'm sorry like it's just a knee jerk for him to do that. And I'm like, oh. Did he ever figure it out? Probably no, not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. All right, I got the that next fine. one in. No, I just, I mean, I tried. I tried. but um,
0: yeah. yeah, you had yoga. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a first year squirt, very talented, uh, very advanced skater. I've skated my whole life and played junior hockey, and I got nothing. Uh, for him. He plays on top U10 team for his program. It's a low array. We love the program he plays for. The coaching is great. The families are, uh, are great. We get ice whenever we want it. The only thing we're struggling with is the depth of talent in the program. There are 13 kids that play on this team, and after the top five or six kids, the talent just falls off the cliff. My question is, do you think it's good for kids to play up, uh, If not, why? Also, because of a lack of talent, we can't be placed on a higher division. So the better kids get boarded because we ask them to throttle back. At what point does this stunt development and what should we do? This is coming from a concerned coach less parent. who just wants the right thing for all the kids and keep having fun.
0: I mean, I read this as the kid seems to be developing pretty well for a first year squirt. They're getting a ton of ice time yeah love the program coaching's great families lovely. are great yeah i love the kids yeah. kids like not some depth but i think those kids are going to get better because you just said it tons of ice time good coaching um you get 13 players on the team so you know maybe the top five or six are are, are really good and then there's a bit of a drop off but again they're first year squirt so i think you you they're going to get coached up and they're going to be okay by the end of the season right so um
1: yeah it's I, really wouldn't be,
0: I, I, I wouldn't be too concerned right now no i wouldn't be concerned it like the thing like i think
1: we've talked about this before but you know if you know five or six out of the 13 are kind of like solid and then you yeah. it's really like 50 50 on you know talent versus not and like, i would have just know, taken 10 all <laughs> right As, <laughs> As far as uh, you know, as a coach, this is kind of a question that I mean, do would you find yourself coaching to the lower group or to the higher group? I mean, we've talked about it. It is
0: a tough question. We've talked about it. I think it's it's all about that balance. It really is. You you can't just like coach. You got to try to bring up the bottom kids, but you also got to continue to develop those top-end kids, right? And they're getting plenty of ice time. Maybe at certain points you split them up into different stations. The coaching is really good. So, you know, you split them up maybe by skill level in certain areas, but then you integrate them as much as you can to get those kids on the bottom half to play with the top-end kids. Um, Right. I I mean, I I agree with you,
1: but it is in, again, this – coach slash parent is uh happy with a lot of a lot of things but also you need to be able to understand that it's not a super team right like there's not it's not the depth is not there so you have to be patient with the kids who aren't there um and they will come along enough throughout the season as long as the coaching is exactly what you were saying like You need to push them, but you also need to push the top end kids. So like constructing, it could be stations, it could be just drills, but being patient with the kids that can't maybe execute, right? Right. So, but you still want to keep exposing the the right things to the kids that aren't there. And then the other kids, then you just have a level of uh, expectation that they need to be able to. Execute, you know, consistently. Who cares if the kid can't do it? You know, like you give the puck, expect the back type thing. Right. If if he can't do it, then you can't like, you know, beat that player up. It's more about hey, you know, just keep encouraging, and then like there is some patience that has to come along with that. Uh, Number one, as a parent, player, and coach. Do you think it's good for kids to play up? Um. In the right situations, yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't chase it, but it's also, you know, it can be very valuable for a player that maybe is a little more advanced at a certain age, but I mean there's there's rules in place here, you know. You know, this this seems uh I don't know where where this yeah. player uh, yeah, I don't know where they are, but I also feel that you don't want to chase it just to chase it and if you're getting a ton of ice and you like the coach and you like the family and the experience is good, you just got to be patient and, you know, these kids will get better
0: throughout the year. They'll get better, and I would say at this point, right, they're, the, they're first-year squirts, right? If yeah, yeah first-year yep. squirts. Like, you're going to see such a difference between first-year squirt, second-year squirt, oh, yeah. first-year peewee, yep. first-year squirt. So this uh, is, like, a big time peewee. of, like, you know, like, you see that growth. You're right. As the, as they get older, yes. right? Like, like, right now, I hate to say it doesn't matter, but don't get too caught up in it. Like, just kind of enjoy it, have fun. You love, like, there's no perfect scenario. No. Right? So, but, like, 90% of this seems really good. And then, you know, hey, if another... Two three years go by, and there's those same six kids down the bottom half haven't developed. Well, then like, they're gonna okay, be gone, yeah, they're gonna be gone. Like, or, 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 maybe or you make a move. you yeah. gotta make a move. But until then, they're, they're young, they're still very young. And no, I agree, it's, it's not the be all end all. Maybe you try to supplement things, uh, to play some summer tournaments or, or spring hockey, right. Not encouraging too much of it, but if you can play something, your kid's really good, you want to play with the team full of 15 kids on it that are all really, really good. Right. Try to do some stuff like that and just gather, you know, gain the experience from it. But again, it's not the like, I don't know. No, I, I think I think you're right there.
1: I mean, and again, it goes back to the coaching. If the coaching is 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 solid, then just just trust the the coach in the in the process and if you are coaching then maybe take a you know a couple ideas of of what we just talked about you know and you, just, you have, have to have some patience though with like the the lower group or yeah. if you want to
0: call it that yeah definitely definitely um well one of the hardest things about traveling in youth hockey terms is deciding on places to eat monts um, but we all know it's a no brainer. If you're heading down the I 95, Connecticut, Westchester area, or if you're in Maryland, Virginia, Florida, there's probably a colony grill close by. Bring the team in, order it to the hotel, pick up a steaming hot pie on the way to the rink. You'll agree that the hot oil pizza lives up to that hot oil hype. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Find the nearest location near your next rink by going to ColonyGrill.com. Um, again, it's the famous pizza. It's the best. Hot oil pie. It's I'm starving right now. Like, I, 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 I want it so bad. <laughs> I'm starving so. I, I, Razor-thin cross march. You, you'd be able to eat. You talked about four <laughs> Thanksgiving plates. Yeah. You might be able to eat four Colony Grill pies. Uh challenge maybe five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always a one upper,
0: I guess. Yeah, guess uh, I'm gonna have to do five. Fine, whatever. <laughs> but hey, if it's a five gold differential, you don't clap. If I'm at yeah. zero, we can't celebrate you. No, no, exactly. You know what I mean? You can't like, rub I, it in I'll, my I'll face. Be, if-
1: I'll be clapping one through four, and then once I get the <laughs> fifth pie in my
0: face, I won't clap. Right. Unless – but then if I stop catching up, if I look like Joey Chestnut but eating pizzas, <laughs> and, um, you know, now I get like two under my belt, and not, now we can start the clapping again, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think that's a good threshold. Okay. All right. Good. But make sure you check out colonygrill.com uh, if you're in the Connecticut
0: Westchester area of Virginia Florida. And uh,
1: you will not be disappoint- disappointed by the hot oil hype.
0: No, I can't wait to get down to Mid field, play some hockey. It's coming up very soon for us, and uh, we'll be taking the team to the Colony Grill, which I am pumped about. Right around the corner. Yeah, and, and I think we, we should this. be doing a live episode down there, and, you know, we the- you know what we should actually look at. I got to look at the schedule and see when I'm going down, and we'll just we'll we'll, we'll just hang it out, set it up. Definitely. Yeah, we, we could have like real interviews with people coming in and ordering their uh, hot oil, you know? Yeah, the, the only issue is going to be me and you are going to be in food comas. I know. I know. We will no, be. That's we'll good. be all right. We'll be all right. We could survive.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we'll, survive. we'll grind. We're, we're veterans. <laughs> uh, I got this one here. Uh, dear Shrinks, my son plays on an elite club team. It's 2013 Squirt Major here in Eastern Mass. He played two years at defense and is in his second year at wing. He skates very well, has excellent vision, and makes good decisions with the puck and plays well off the puck. While he's not the craftiest stick handler, he's got above-average hands and is a very accurate passer. From my perspective, it feels like the right thing for his development is to begin learning the center position. (laughs) There are other boys who have played center exclusively over the last several years. Positions for all players seem to be set. The coach's philosophy is that at the squirt level, there really aren't defined positions. There's just F1, F2, F3. But there's no rotation of positions. What are your thoughts?
0: There's a lot to take in here. 2013. Seems like he's a you know pretty good player. I don't I don't. I don't I, I'm, a, I, I think, I'm at a loss for, word, for words a little bit. I,
1: I just think at this age... It's good to, like, see all positions, right? Like, so, you know, he was a defenseman, moved to yeah. the wing, you know, center is center, whatever. But who really cares?
0: Yeah, We're, obviously you know, this, this
1: parent. No, I know. But what I'm saying, though, is, like, center is, like, a spot eventually that is, is pretty meaningful for... You know, defensive situations maybe gaining a little more speed. You have a little bit more room to gain some speed, but playing wing and like being a good passer and like understanding like the wing, like I, I just think being a forward in in particular is important. The wingers are very, like we've talked about this at length, but like as they get older, winger the wing position is very difficult in spaces. On the wall in the D zone to consistently make the right play or right decision to gain a zone or to make a play. Because you're going to be having, you know, say F3 coming over the top, or the D pinching. Like there's a lot that, like, the game is all around you. Center is, you know, one of those areas where you have to be an extension of the D eventually. Right now, that's not a chance, right? 2013, they're just playing forward and they're playing. D like those are the two separators, right? right? Um, You know of positions. So I don't think this should be overthought. It doesn't really matter on some level. Yeah, if you get reps at center, great. But I don't think it 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 should be a you know topic of discussion, in my opinion. With the with the in my mind,
0: this sounds like a like a hockey parent that really doesn't know a lot about the game. Yeah, I mean, because it's like you're so caught up in the positions of things. Yeah, like it's it's just the coach seems to know what he's talking about in the offensive zone. It's like go have fun and make plays. There's F one, F two, F three, right? Especially at this age, yes. At this age, so it's like just why you were so concerned about the positions. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I guess you could you could. I, I could see you could definitely rotate things, right? You could I, you bounce I, I them that, around a little bit, yeah. but I feel like a lot of coaches, you know, they play right wings on the right. You know what I mean? They yeah. play, I'm sorry, they play righties on the right wing. They play lefties on the left wing. Then centers are kind of probably your, you know, kids that. Better skaters. That, are better skaters, yeah. maybe a little bit stronger and things like that. So, again, like I I, I just wouldn't be so caught up in the positions. Yeah, no, I no, I totally like, agree,
1: but I, I think it would be beneficial to be able to experience those positions. But it shouldn't be, you know, like I said, topic of discussion or like
0: hung up on if it's not happening. Yeah, uh, that, that's just my opinion. I agree. I yeah. agree with that. I just don't, yeah, just like don't worry about it. And maybe if you're blowing a team up someday, talk to the coach and say, hey, why don't you rotate the positions a little bit, right? Um, or just be like, hey, uh, Johnny
1: wants to, you know, give a. Can a, you a goal a little Sana? Uh, yeah, I mean, and if he's like, no, nah, we like him on the wing, then, then you just deal with it. It's like not, it's yeah. not a big, it's not, it shouldn't be an issue. Um, but I do like that he played D, and also now he's a, a winger or a forward, so it's like you know was able to see a little bit of both, you know, already. So that's I'd I think be that, interested that's to know important.
0: why they're taking him off a D and putting him up at forward. Um yeah, no, that's probably you know. a, a good I mean like I, I know like like it was it was it a skating or maybe they just see him as like a big strong power forward type of kid. Yeah. Um I know like for example down like the wing Ryan played D, my son. Mm-hmm he was
1: very good when he had the puck on his mm-hmm. stick. The play was in front of him, but his skating was a little blocky and
0: mm-hmm. his
1: pivoting. So he was getting beat a lot. Like, you know, it just wasn't like a defenseman defend type situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, where, like, you know, you take an angle or whatever it was. So he, when he went to forward, you know, he felt more comfortable as, a player as you know like because he was getting frustrated because he was getting turned and wasn't right just, you know so i don't know if that, that that's the case with this uh this player here but like some kids are actual defensemen like good lateral movement or whatever close skating backwards or can pivot and recover mm-hmm. um so you never know like it could be skating but um you know either way
0: uh it's really good to see both sides right yeah yeah you know? uh, no it definitely is It definitely is um but yeah i mean i think that that they could it'll all work itself up don't get too hung up on the on the old position like, things yeah uh, especially
1: if it's just forward forward right
0: now um yeah. but like maybe have a conversation be like
1: hey you know you know we would like to uh get a couple reps at center if if possible just to, for firm to see it you know, mm-hmm. but it,
0: it it's not the end all be all. You're right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right. Now it is time for the My Hockey Rankings question of the week. Myhockeyrankings.com. Obviously, uh, you know, great partners of us here with the Rink shrinks. Mott. your favorite Christmas movie.
1: Ooh. Oh.
0: That um, is going to be a
1: tough one. I'm going to go off the board, I think. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Tia Leone. I got to
0: look this up. (laughs) It's actually pretty good. I really enjoy it. I got to just see if I've ever seen it. I feel like I definitely have. Early 2000s here. Yeah. So he ends up, uh, you
1: know, it's a glimpse into what his life would have been like. Because he he dated this girl, but he was like he's like this successful, um, financial um, guy in uh, in New York, and then next thing you know, he gets a glimpse into what it would have been like if he stayed with his girl.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen this a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, it's a good, it's the a good Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a ra- it's
1: it's around Christmas. I'm gonna call it a Christmas movie.
0: Mots. No, hey, if you've seen what, it, then you know. She- it's around Christmas. I think you ha- you, it has to be like like an actual Christmas movie. No. It, like He put
1: together a present. It's around Christmas time. I think it's a Christmas movie. Just
0: in my Christmas happened
1: in the movie.
0: <laughs> so that's why I said good. it was off the board.
1: It was off the board. All right. So
0: it's that's what I'm f- going with. What about you? I got a bunch. I'm going to go with, I mean, Home Alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Basic. Is number one. It's like the favorite Christmas movie it's since so I was brutal. a little kid. It's so brutal. brutal. <laughs> You're brutal. You and your foolish family, man. <laughs> Guy put together a Toys R Us set and, you know, like all of a sudden. And then I was going to say uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, is it's like, that, least, that's a home run. Like I can't. Yeah. I, like that's what I was going to go with. That That's probably my number one. And then Home Alone's two. And then I don't know. <laughs>
1: Christmas like story?
0: With, no.
1: You know, you know a big, you know.
0: I was not, what I'm trying out. to think of is another movie that doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, like you. But, but <laughs> like, so is Die Hard? Is Die Hard a Christmas hey, hey, movie? That, that's a good question. Is it?
1: It was. It was based around a Christmas party.
0: I know. Family man is so <laughs> it must be Die Hard. <laughs> I'm serious. I
1: I think I saw that that was um someone was like, "Yeah, hey, is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie?"
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of is. Yeah. Do you? I mean, yeah. clearly you do. Yeah, because he yeah, had a Christmas Elf. Show. Oh, Elf Elf's is a doing, good yeah, one. Yeah. What about Bad Santa? Is that a Christmas mm-hmm. movie?
1: No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, it was just all right. I, I'm not a huge fan, but uh, Elf is, Elf is good. so just really if you think about it like shows that are on that you don't like that you don't scroll over, you mean you don't change the channel. So, like, yeah, Elf, I I, like I'll watch Elf like if it's one
0: thousand percent. Sunday night, I was in like a bad, I had National Lampoons, Home Alone and elf all going at the same time oh really yeah that's pretty impressive actually it was pretty good but it was like you know how you get caught up in one and then you flip back because now it's a commercial yeah yeah and then, and then you, flip you miss, back a, little and you miss yeah. a little of that one yeah so i was just you're just surfing i was surfing or between three good ones yeah real good ones yeah uh, so but you,
1: you definitely saw kevin uh you know beating up the uh the burglars right
0: Oh, The Wet Bandits? The Wet Bandits. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so Family Man is definitely a uh, Christmas movie. 100%. I, I, I guess I haven't seen it in so long. It came out in 2000, and it's not like... It's, it's definitely not-, not... They don't show it more because of the... It's around Christmas time. I, I'm going to guarantee that it's going to be on this month.
1: All right. Uh, And I'm going to take a picture of it and be like hey
0: yeah get so, the popcorn get, ready
1: yeah no I, I really enjoyed that that film um <laughs> so yeah so that i i think that's one of my favorites i mean obviously the you know christmas vacation is like just a, a staple but oh so okay. i went i went off the board and uh you disagreed a little the bit the fact but...
0: that that even popped into your head <laughs> is kind of like it, yeah you're a sick person,
1: kind of ridiculous, but uh,
0: <laughs> that, is, that is what happened. Yeah, um, that's what that is. I'm trying to think of any other movies now that just like have you know just like little glimpses of, of Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, we oh. should. Have, what Jersey Shore with a banger. What did he say? Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, oh, that's a good one, dude. I love that movie. In college, we watch that all the time. Oh, get uh, catch me if you can, catch me if you can. Is that like a Family Man type? No,
1: it was when um, Lino De Capra. It's like based on two tour. No, events, I so. know exactly what the uh, movie is, but yeah, when- but he got arrested on Christmas <laughs> in,
0: in France. <laughs> in France, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's a Christmas movie that's not really a Christmas movie. It's just like something happened on Christmas. Right. Like but, the Family Man. So, oh, that's no, a no. great call. The Grinch. Yeah. yeah. Frosty. Wow. Frosty. <laughs> Eight Crazy Nights was legit. That, that's a fantastic movie. Technical foul. Yeah, it's a technical foul. <laughs> that, is, that
1: is a good one. Animation. Uh, go to yeah. bed and. <laughs> Go
0: to bed in Dukesbury, wake up in Pukesbury. <laughs> ah, oh. I love it. Any Adam Sandler movie. Hey, good mailbag, by the way. Good mailbag. Great questions. Uh, looking forward to catching up on, mo- on, on more, uh, you know, especially once tryouts and the first few games have uh, kind of settled here with the high school season. So we're already getting some good ones. So exciting times. Uh, keep up the good work thanks to everybody and um once again the show was presented by bet online and it is time to cue the Ring ring shrink shuffle